Hey, dudes, it's your friend, the Reverend Pirate Frog. Come join me in the circle with my bearded brother, Howling Buds, the poet laureate himself, Stony Alpinist, and of course, the better half of Frapple, and my friend, Johnny Apple. Pass to the left and let's have some fucking fun. Thank you for joining us, my friends. I'm going to very quickly introduce the members of the circle and our special guest. I'm trying to see how monotone I can get this because Johnny makes me sound like I'm a monster. Welcome, Stoney. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Howling. Hey, amigos. Hey, Johnny. Sup? What's up, buddy? How you doing, Grateful? Hey, man. I'm doing I'm all so right. I'm so glad how you, you could join us. Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm very glad excited. Johnny said he would... Uh, lead this one so i'm excited that's, to see where we go that's almost exactly how it happened word for word <laughs> yep no uh grateful man thanks for finally fucking uh joining us in the circle man glad to have you yeah thanks for having me man it's uh it's good to be back with the uh the rest of the crew here so i gotta I like ask you that man. like it was his fault <laughs> <laughs> thanks for finally joining us you dick <laughs> fucking all busy and shit well yeah it wasn't my fault was it it was probably my fault god damn it but dude uh so instagram man you're kind of like going famous and shit with all these reels you a nerd girl what's up with that man how'd that happen man you you know uh it was uh obviously you know he was he was hanging around uh cultivation conversation discord and and uh you know, we, we got to know him a little bit more here on YAG, and uh, we just ended up uh, connecting over on Instagram and uh, started just kind of organically. We just, you know, would BS all the time. We ended up talking a lot, and uh, we're like, let's make some funny videos, and it just kind of, it felt natural, you know. We, we were having a lot of fun with them, and uh, it's just been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's 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 always fun when you see it because you guys are generally enjoying it. So it's always good. Um, I wanted to say it's it's hard talking about Nerd Grows because he's the only guest who said no to come on the show. I quote, fuck no, is I believe is what he actually said. <laughs> oh, no. That, that, that was the nicer version than what I got. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And usually I'm the one that gets all of the nasty ones. So. He, oh, I believe man. it was something along the lines of why would I taint my shit with your shit? You know, like I, I don't want to get into the, I, don't know. I, stuff. I, I think he likes mixing shit. So I don't know. <laughs> he's a, he's a good guy, dude. He's, he, you guys, he, you guys make he's me laugh. really, really sweet, man. He, he's, uh, we, we talk a lot. I mean, like, you know, he's become one of my really good friends. So, you know, it's, it's been, it's been cool. I'm not biased at all about his red beard. So I just want to point that out. It's not just that he has a red beard. No, I'm actually like an envy of him. I'm I'm pretty good with coming up with one-liners, but he he can come up with some shit like taglines for things or captions or just witty things like so fucking quick. I'm the best part. The best part is that they're not all winners, and he keeps rolling with it. Oh, he he embraces it. Yeah. (laughs) because like i always say man like they can't all be winners right you just hit what you just need one or two good hits um but he he embraces it i love it <laughs> however this ain't his fucking show what? what the fuck are we doing this isn't the new show. <laughs> that motherfucker hasn't reached out to yag and asked us to be on shit and when we reached out he said no so we we, we should embrace our guest johnny 
Hey, uh, even blind squirrels find a nut, man. That's all I can say. Dude, tell us what's up with your garden, man. Man, um, getting ready to harvest something very soon. I think the uh, tangy wedding uh, is going to be coming down. How and, big? Uh, have you measured her at all? I have not. I will. Uh, I will do that tomorrow. She's a she's a beauty, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. She's been she, uh, I I can't believe the the bud structure. I mean, just all the way up on every single branch is just covered and huge huge nugs. I mean, they probably some of the bigger nugs that I've ever grown. So, they, what does they she smell good. like for you? You know, uh, I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's I, I definitely like when when I hear someone say like that tangy kind of like. Mm. something a little funky something something going on that i'm i can kind of place it there but there's something that i can't can't quite get yeah i, I get that earthy tone that comes through it it's been in in my jars now for uh, about a good month or so and it's it's definitely uh it's a daily one for me it is an absolute beautiful during the day i love it um it's got the citrusy tones it's got all of what i remembered from that tangy but that tangy was almost like candy where the, the wedding kind of really brought in a real earthy tone to it, gave a lot more depth to it, a little bit more savory notes to it. And and even some of that like kind of funky umami, which is, you know, I, I hear that word funky come out of it, but it's that weird kind of sensation right in the back of your, or right in the front of your throat and at the back of your tongue, it just kind of gets into some spots back there. And it is just, uh, I think it's great for pain and relief. You know, I think that's what drives with, with the wedding as well, but um, it does give me that kind of midday pickup with the tangy still makes me want to be creative and keeps the positivity. So it, it's a fun, I think you're really, really going to enjoy it once you get it into jars. What a fucking yeah. smoke. Oh, report. Now. What? <laughs> what did he say after funky? <laughs> what was after funky? Um, I, I already forgot that one. Uh, I, mean, I was, was going to say, was that it? As Gonzo it was a it moment review. Yeah, that's no, Gonzo, man. He wasn't that was scripted it. at all. Yeah, actually, that, and that's what I'm smoked tonight before before the show. I blended in a little bit of the instant classic just to um, brighten it up a little bit. For it always gets me a little chit chattery, a little bit oh, more. Yeah. But the tangy wedding, I mean, it's uh, any time of the day. It's 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 a it's a well relief. It's a it's a beautiful one, man. It really is. Yeah, for that's sure. Right on. Well, I'm I'm super Sweet. bummed you didn't bite on my uh, funky joke. I was gonna make a tone lock joke, but funky ass Medina. Funky Comadina, dude. Oh, yeah. I went oh, straight that, to the on, No love for Tone Lock. <laughs> come on. Cold Medina. No, but that uh, tangy wedding, is that the one you got in your um, auto pot with the new bed, the Trader Grove? So, no. No, the uh, that new bed, um, I've got the uh, Sticky Sapoyo. I've got two of them in there by uh, Alabrie. Right. Oh, shit. You know what? This would be a good point time to bring up that... Uh, we have a pack of that to give up, give away because of grateful. <laughs> Sweet man. Right, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. See, now you're fully yeah, officially I, uh... sponsoring Al Brihe on the yeah. show. So, <laughs> well, now, now we're it's just now a we're long, slow time. The Johnson's in. Wait, wait, is, it, is it sponsored by Al Brihe now or is it sponsored <laughs> by Grateful? I'm fucking it's sponsored by Grateful. Fucking... Now yeah, we're sponsored was... by Grateful. Yeah. Residuals so, from secondary sponsors. Sponsored by Al Brihe and Grateful Garden. Yeah, man. You know, I was I was able to go down to the Virginia drop. And um, so I got to meet the man himself, his wife. And, you know, um, they had some other guys there. 
um, the chronic carrot. He was, you know, the one that actually did the art and uh, I got to meet him and I, I thought that oh, it was cool, just to be able to get a pack for somebody within the community that couldn't make it there. Um, just a way for me to kind of give back. Super yeah, cool. It's amazing, dude. I can. You got me a pack. I can't wait to grow them. I mean, more. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's we'll, we'll get to it eventually. We'll just hope nobody remembers. And then it'll be yeah. weird that two YAG members start growing it at the same time. People are like, what the weird. fuck? Weird. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Weren't those limited? <laughs> Tell me about those. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely give that away in the future. I just wanted to bring that up because it's perfect. Go, go fucking stock grateful's post so you can be like i'm gonna win that shit <laughs> so tell me about that pair that you've got sitting in that bed because one of the things um i'm curious about is how how identical the two of them are kind of sitting next to each other so tell, tell me more about yeah that. so i uh i definitely did a uh, a good number on a lot of my plants this round i i stunted a majority of them um we had that a uh, little bit of cold fluctuation and uh, I had a bad, like just battling to keep my humidity up. And uh, so they're on a little bit of the smaller side, you know, I didn't, I didn't do them justice, but um, they're doing really well. I mean, I was quite, did they, quite did they stay consistent to, even in the stunting, did they stay kind of level with each other or. So uh, the, what I noticed from say, if we're like uh, looking at the bed, the aqua valves on the right side, the plant closest to the aqua valve is actually larger than the one furthest away. Interesting. Um, so I did notice that. Um, and I made sure that my bed was level. Maybe I wasn't getting enough water to one side. I thought, but, um, I think there's probably a few variables that I'm dealing with, uh, starting this bed off probably just a, a handful. <laughs> That's I'm interesting. so glad that you brought that up because. So the uh, valves in the wrong spot, it should be more on the long side of it. Yeah, I mean, maybe that the the by the time the water's getting there, more of it's getting it's sucked not up getting by to the, the long side of that well, tray yeah. because yeah. there's so yeah. much fucking soil trying to suck it up. It's it's getting real dry to that. This is you know what I I noticed this. My strawberry milk and cookies is on the side with the valve, and all of a sudden she just blew up, and she's twice the height and size of the one. Mm. They used to be like neck and neck, and then once they really started drinking. That's when her yeah. growth just zoomed. Oh, that's oh, shit. That's really wow. interesting, guys. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Well, hell. I mean, it's it's yeah. a giant wick, so right. So, and if you're, I mean, but in theory, it fills up and then it sits in there, right? Because it does one sort of long fill. Now, one thing I do notice, I um, with with the, with my bed, it does have that little bit of mesh, um, like outer like the whole bottom isn't actually like the grass roots where it's the fabric all the way through it's, it's actually like, like that mesh. woven fabric. Yeah, yeah yeah and i have i'll have to take a picture of it but the whole side right there by the valve just is all filling with roots just climbing out oh. right along right at that so maybe there's those roots are just getting a little bit closer into the water where it's just able to suck it up a little bit faster or um over there it's wicking it up who knows what's what's the age of the plants in that bed uh i want to say they're uh 40s somewhere in the 40s. Oh, okay so what are they drinking now i've got just water in there no i mean uh, like four, the, 49 how much so i filled i filled up 
to the five gallon mark three days ago. Are you ago, fancy with the flexi out. tank? Yeah, and I, I just I, I haven't filled it up enough. I've been so nervous with this thing, and uh, that I just I, I wanted to be able to control those dry yeah. bags because my my bed's getting up to like the mid sixties. So that's why I was starting. Oh, so you nervous. are measuring? I was wondering. No, they thrive. Mine in the in. Okay. So now it's actually like when they're doing the stretch, it drank a hell of a lot, and I think all those roots started wicking up a lot more, and it shot up to sixty seven percent was the highest I got. They loved it. I didn't touch so it. I'm, like this, they they had to have tested this. So I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna let it run. This is just going against anything I knew. And it got up yeah. to 67%. And it just the, the plants were thriving. That's when the one closest to the aqua valve was just sprouting up like crazy. So they damn. can they can handle that moisture. It's it's it blew my mind and I was scared the whole damn time. But I think now, that's what happened yeah. with me in hand watering, dude, is we we had that conversation about it. Like we were talking about my moisture meter and I was up there. I was like, holy fuck, man. But they look good. Everybody, But I was like, man, that just seems super fucking wet. And as soon as I let it back down in the 50s is what I was like generally thinking it was going to be. They were just like, yo, are you going to fucking water me, man? It's like. Holy I, I, shit, man. It's like those moisture meters tell you something and the plants do too. They start to thrive with that fucking higher humidity or uh, I, moisture in I the was, soil. I was surprised because when I when I was measuring the three gallon pots, which is the highest I ever got it, it never went past like 55%. To see this bed get up to 60, I was shitting a brick, but there is not a single deficiency or like nothing. It like everything's perfect. And it's just like, I, I don't know what the fuck to think now. I'm done. I have no idea. I flipped my world upside down. Damn. Yeah, that's I've I've only been letting it, you know, I do the five gallons and then let that it would take that within probably a, a few days. And then I would see it in that, you know, 64. And I was like, man, let's just hold it back. And then I just wouldn't water it for, you know, a couple days, a few days. And then I'd be like, all right, it's time to fill it up. It's getting down to like, you know, 55. And I was like trying to keep it right at, you know, right in there. And, uh, so I, I did them dirty that way too. <laughs> All I know is though, is this is the healthiest grow as far as soil activity that I've ever done. I mean, yeah, the earth box came really, the earth box came really close and with, with the shower cap and everything. It was very close, but it was nothing like this. I've never had worms appear out of nowhere. I've never had feeder roots that look like they're complete weeds growing underneath. Like I, I'm just totally impressed. So I it bought two killer. more. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Uh, I think I think it's fun watching us grow up with these now. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm, I'm excited, excited for the next jealous. round. My my left four by four is at twenty four percent right now. Do you think oh, it's no. time to do you think it's time to water? <laughs> oh, a little bit. <laughs> Poor hella jelly. <laughs> that can't be right. That can't be right. Because she's fucking like raging right now. Well, how uh, now with those just, with those eco whip uh, readers? The it's you've got a certain uh, it shows the voltage on the battery, right? Uh, how how low do you guys let that get before you're like, hey, we got to replace that battery? Because that I'm, I imagine once those get low, they start reading. giving you. So we're so now you have me checking. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, if I don't, man. I the... even with dads, we just fucking let it go until the fucking batteries died. Gotcha. Yeah. Shit, I never thought of that. 
don't know. It'll it's like start sending you in a fucking like red flashing or something. I think if I remember correctly, I haven't had hmm. mine long enough. I just got mine for Christmas, so I have no like. I don't know because the batteries haven't died yet. But I, if I remember when Dad's, he's like, "It's fucking flashing red, boy." I was like, "Uh, we'll we'll fucking uh change the batteries." <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, from what I can tell, they fucking, but you got to pay attention to them. And I, I don't, I haven't like, I just don't have time for anything anymore. So it's just my autos are in fucking in flower. And it's just like, uh, what, what are they going to do now? They are what they are. I'll give them the best I can. But, and then I just I have one hella jelly I'm trying to fill a tent with. And hey, I, oh, you look thirsty. I'll give you some water. And that's it. It's just like I'm not trying to break any land speed records, but when when you do pay attention to those meters and you're actually trying, they fucking they work great. But you They're awesome, man. To, I, I'm glad, I'm glad that I got them. Yeah, you got them. Yeah, so I, I've got one in one earth box because I just wanted to see what that moisture was reading. You know what it was doing. What how I knew that I was treating them. And I wanted to see what that actual moisture was was getting up to, um, uh-huh. and then I've got one inside the bed, so um, to kind of help me out. It's a little just bit, but... it's just pure laziness, and I love it. It's just it's it awesome. tells me when the reses are with my earth boxes and the auto pots. It'll tell me when the reses are empty. So it's like, oh, okay, well that's what I do. I'll just plan what I do after that. It it's just it's pure laziness. Oh, I don't want to go down to the tent tonight. Oh, okay, let me check the moisture really quick. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, but not necessary, right? I mean, or 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 do you find it necessary to with that giant size bed? Without it, you can just regulate. I mean, because my generally, I I I don't dry back anymore. Um, and and if anything more, I've been letting the surface dry out a little bit more. I know oftentimes we cover it up with a lot of things. That this run, I have not purposefully so that I can kind of drop top drench some stuff. Um. And I'm kind of playing around with that aspect of it too. I haven't seen any real like fungus nets or anything, um, but no, no coverage on it. Um, but it, it's because I go down there and, and I, and I've got a pretty keen eye on it and I like it. Uh, you're talking stuff. on your earth box, right? Um, auto pots. And that's where I was going with or go, oh. Sorry. Going back to you was like with those beds that you guys have uh, as a necessity with them. Um, do you feel like they're like you they're If you're going to have a bed, you really should have them big giant bed should have the moisture like meter? Yep. yeah uh if you're on the autopot system yeah no oh with i the mean that's with the autopot. those things are so new i would want i need them no you can watch what your plant does you in a big bed you don't need anything you just can watch the plant and fucking there when you have a large volume of soil it's easy it it really is easy it fucking all right, show off. Do you need? Okay. I'm not. No, he just asked. <laughs> but no, I was you asking. Need the moisture meter. Yeah, I was talking specifically around the autopot systems. That's what I just asked. No, no. Way. Once, well, Sorry, once man, you turn on the res, you do, you don't have to. <laughs> like there are pure convenience at that point. Like I said, once the autopot res is turned on, I don't give a shit what the moisture is. Well, there's a caveat to that, but mostly I don't give a shit what the moisture is because the res is doing it. They've tested the system. They know what's going on. I don't care. That's where the laziness kicks in because then I watch it because I'll leave my tent for a week. 
<clears throat> and I might not look at it and it'll let me know, oh, wait, it dipped down. Okay, I know the res is dry now, so I need to go do something. But otherwise, I don't have to go check on it. For those times where I, it's a busy week, we all get to them. It's just an insurance policy at that point. But like before that, it's um, before the autopot res is, I think, where it's most valuable. Like it's for me, like I'm not an intuitive grower. I use data. I, I, I can't stick a second knuckle in and say, oh, that feels like a, a wrung out sponge. Like that's not for me. I, I never could do that. I, that. I spent my first year of growing making that mistake of thinking I was some kind of intuitive grower. And this is also why I cannot be a chef. I can be a baker. I can't be a chef. I can, I can follow just a pound of butter. Oh, that, yeah, you can. <laughs> well, you know, I could say like, as it long is a as different if, discipline. No, you're, you're right. You're on. And, and, and yeah. And so uh, it's just, it helps me just be, try to be a, provide a better product at the end. It's, it's just another data point and that's the way my brain works, but is it not, is it needed? Hell no. There's people growing in fucking closets with a shitty ass fan blowing on them in a blurple light and shit's going to grow. Like, is it not, it's not needed. It's just, it's what makes your brain fit in with this hobby. And yeah. for me, that's it. I like data, but no, you don't need to do it. Whatever makes your brain work to put medicine in charge. Yeah, keep whatever. in mind, it's a, it's a hobby too, for most of us. So some shit is like toys. It, no, okay, that to that point, like it's, interesting. <laughs> it's, it's new technology. And that's and I, that's and I jumped on it early because I was in the yeah. build a soil discord where we were starting to talk about like the eco wet meters and um, it was me and another guy talking about them. And I think he ended up shipping out a package to Jeremy so he could start using them. And it, like, it, it was a toy at first. It's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. This might help me. Why not? So it, it's just it's just one of those things, whatever it makes. If it's your knuckle, if it's an equit meter, if it's, I don't know, licking the dirt, whatever works for you, Brian. <laughs> That's how I do it. Just go two knuckles. What are we talking That's about again? Just go I, how to gauge <laughs> the moisture. Elbow deep. Elbow deep, yeah. Already More than we're two, then you got to wiggle. <laughs> That's how I do it. <laughs> wiggle. Two wiggle. knuckles deep and it feels like a wet sponge. You might have. See, this, is, this, is what, this is why nobody <laughs> listens, because you make me lead an episode and we <clears throat> we have so much fun talking about other shit. Nobody wants to listen anymore. The eco wit. Yeah. No, I think they're great tools. I don't have one. Um, I just kind of water, I, keep it misted. And then, you know, I just saturate early and mist and then fill the res when it's time to feel the res. You do everything. However, perfectly wrong. Yeah. I'm willing. To you you do. <laughs> Against all wisdom. It it's, it's, it's the tent. It's the light at a hundred percent. It is the humidity that's down into the thirties. It's temps all out of whack and whatever. And you, well, you no, produce I've great, never great had plants. humidity in the thirties because <laughs> I live next to the ocean. I have, I dream of having 30 32. degree humidity. I have my humidity. I can't or get I should down say like, excessive humidity and you never get yes. powdery mildew. Like you, you, defy a lot of things and i do i do envy that because i want that kind of peace where i can i can just put a seed in and shit's gonna fucking grow and it's gonna be a big old tree or bush or whatever it's it's like i wish i could do that and you have a a knack for it like you found that thing that itches your brain of how to grow and that's it whatever it is it works 
It is. I appreciate that. It is very much my style, and I don't recommend it to anyone because it drives people crazy. I would not be able to follow it. That is not me. <laughs> we know that now after the last grow together. Drove so, you crazy. Hey, man. It's it, one of these days. I'll 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 train an auto for you. And the problem is, I I like to grow it for the first time, right? I like constant variety, and so I like seeing what the plant's gonna do. So when I get into running something a second or third time, then I do fuck with it because it's at that point, I kind of know. I know there's different phenotypes and stuff, but you know what? I kind of know, right? The excitement's lessened. So I don't feel as bad. So we know Johnny is like hella jelly is one of the things that he's run multiple times. What have you ran like two or three times now besides like a variation of Tangy? Well, Grateful knows the answer to this. Uh Oh, pop quiz. Uh, Mandela, oh, no, it's Mandela effect, yeah. Oh, Mandela effect. Um, I was gonna grow up more, but I promised my seeds to Grateful, so they're his. Okay, the, for his project. Much future, appreciated, but, sir. Of course. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's anything with amnesia. I've, I, like, I think I've run Juicy Quain multiple times. Um, I can't argue I think with what that. Else I've run before that narrow smile. I've run twice. Yeah, the um. Yeah, a lot of the juicy crosses too, right? Like I, I went on a thing where okay. it was like three juicies in a row. But I very much enjoy like natural expression and watching, um, just watching what they're what they're gonna do. I enjoy plants that don't give me the middle finger, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but you got a beautiful plant out of it. I did. It was wonderful. So grateful. You have a yes. room that is very big. How big is that room? So it is actually, I, I took the measurement uh, a couple of weeks ago. It is a 10 and a half by 10 and a half. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. am so jealous because like here we have to keep, if you, we have to keep things behind locked doors and that like, that looks like a nice contained room. And I wish I had just that. Sp I have the space. It's just not carved out like that. Like I'm a, one of these days, my I'm gonna get on my wife's nerves. I'm gonna start building some walls or something. Like it's gonna happen because that room it's looks an, awesome. The solution yeah, is I, so obvious. You just refuse. Kick your son out of his room <laughs> and just put a fucking. I should. In there. I I really should scoot <laughs> on over. We got a wall built right here. I need. Daddy yeah. needs more medicine. <laughs> would you figure when you were when you were over here? Would you figure your space was about the same size as this, right? What's that? When you were over at my house, yeah, your space is about the same size as this, right? You just have it in an open space, though. You don't have tents, right? It's right. just a yep. different shape, but it's relatively the same footprint. It, it's yeah, it's square. I mean, it's a ten, ten and a half by ten and a half square. No, I've got four fans that I exhaust outside of this. How many fans and or how big of a fan do you use? Because it's just one big space. Yeah, so I have a um, eight eight inch that goes right outside. Uh, right out, just right out the window. One there. eight inch. Just, Where do you have one. it controlled from? Just like one probe in the middle of the room hanging? Is it an AC Infinity? Yep, it's the AC Infinity one. Yep, yep. Before I had that, I was actually I wasn't dumping it outside. I just had a, uh, a six inch that was putting it into the other, the rest of the um, the rest of the basement, and I used to have terrible, terrible humidity spikes that I just 
had a hard time controlling and oh, uh, until I started putting it outside, um, that, that was the way that it became, it became manageable. No shit. What do you, how are you controlling adding humidity to the room? Just one big humidifier. Do you have so I, different zones set up? Yeah. So right now I'm, I'm just using one of those small little, uh, AC infinity ones. Um, I, I need to get a, a larger one for sure. Um, but, um, it, it's at least, it, it keeps the room around 45, uh, you know, RH and with having so many, you know, different ages in, in, uh, in plants, you know, some, some are, are really far into flower, you know, I want to keep it a little bit lower. So I kind of just divide it and just kind of get happy with whatever it is I get with trying to grow such a, a large perpetual grow like that. And I'm definitely not by any means giving the plants a perfect environment. And I definitely could do a lot better. Um, do you got like, uh, do you got those little fucking like, uh, jar humidistats, you know, those little fucking readers that you got any of those laying around. I would set those up in like different areas of your fucking grow room and then maybe like manage it in different zones. Like you might be able to keep one corner a little bit more humid for younger plants and etc. You know what I mean? You might be able to zone that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely something, you know, that room, uh, even from the, you know, the last time that I was on here with you guys, it's changed, you know, and I've been, it seems like each grow that I'm just, something's changing from the room. Like this last time, you know, I pulled all the city pickers out. I've only got the, uh, the earth boxes now. Um, so it was refining humidity so from the water. <clears throat> so I think it was, um, I had start. I had I had gotten the uh, more boxes because I my was still growing really small plants. Uh, I was still uh-huh. stunting them pretty frequently, so I figured if I had more boxes, I could just grow more plants. And then all of a sudden, I started growing a little bit bigger plants, and I was like, "Well, I don't need the extra Ran boxes. I can just grow." <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "Okay, well, we right can just, you know, if I do it a little, you know, whatever." So that was at least my my thinking. <laughs> you damn went and got good at growing. Unfortunate. <laughs> and then I go and fuck it changed, up. Yeah, you changed your whole plan. Shit, I improved. Gotta take these out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, yeah. and, and those um I'll be putting some of them out next year, uh out out in the uh the garden. We'll we'll give that a try. And I've taken some of the other ones and I've you know, I've gifted them out to people that uh want to get into growing and they're now it's now in their garden and they're growing with it. Oh so, yeah, dude. Um, you know, goes on to someone else by far the best introduction fucking sip gardening straight off the bat dude yeah i suffered for a year everyone should have to suffer for a year (laughs) damn it i still no i very much agree that you should at least take a plant and hand water it all the way through Mm -hmm. that is a skill you you will you will come to a new appreciation of all the finer things that we have found yep and you'll realize how wrong you've been doing it you have to do <laughs> three gallon organic living soil, hand water with five different cultivars under in one tent. And you have to do it all like this. Okay, you just want to gatekeep growing. You can't do this impassable. Like, <laughs> no, it, I'm it's just... such a pain in the ass. I, I agree, though. Like, but I just thinking about it, like, I don't want to fucking water. But you think about when you did hand water and you first got a sip. And you're like, oh, shit, they use a lot more fucking water than I was giving them. Oh, I don't think I could hand water the amount of water that they need. Uh-huh. 
Well, it kind of goes back to that, like, stick two knuckles deep, it's a sponge type thing. If you went in the bed I, I have down no, there. <laughs> no, if if you went to the bed, right? Like, the bed I have down there right now, it is a full sopping wet washcloth type thing. It is, it's not a sponge that's been wrung out. It is full on wet. And you just, it's kind of amazing to watch. Yeah. So sips yeah, are the way. Of. You don't have to guess this. They'll take what they need. It, it is the magic cheat code to this. It's like the Konami code. Like that's for growing. Get a sip container. What's Whatever it might cool. be. What's <laughs> always super cool about watching people grow in sips too is the explosive growth after the first reservoir. It and or like the the sip saving a plant. It's always amazing because it goes do 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 boom. Yep. Like oh shit! First found the water I was looking for. Exactly. Finally, I'm not fucking thirsty, you dumbass. Shit. So, I forgot what I was going to say. God damn it. Excellent. Well, I have a question. Grateful, is this trade to grow bed the only bed that you've grown? Is this the first bed or do you have a larger bed than this one? No, this is that's the largest that I've that's yeah, awesome. largest I have. Right. Yeah, I went from five gallon um, containers. I had a seven gallon, and then I went right to uh, earth boxes. Yeah, now that so it's it's a whole new territory for me. It, it was it was a it was definitely I went from the earth boxes. Well, no, the XSL, XXL pots are thirteen gallons, so that's probably the largest I went. This was definitely a jump up, and it it's pretty crazy. I can't imagine like Johnny that's managing a four by four bed. Like this is only one by three and it's a whole new learning experience. So I was just wondering your progression with that. And if you found it any different than a larger bed, if you had one. So, yeah, no, no, but I'm definitely enjoying it. Um, I, I may eventually get another one or I may just stick with the earth boxes. I don't, we're going to try another round in it and see how, see how I like it. Are you planning to do like no till in it or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what my plan is. Um, I think I've run the course on some of my earth boxes. Uh, um, you know, I posted about that in, in yeah. 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 Some of it, I, I just, uh, one of them, I, I stunted the heck out of one and I, I pulled the box up and it was just, uh, I could literally grab the whole piece of, you know, soil out of it. It was just a, a hard brick of roots and nastiness that it's like i probably ought to just pull them all out they've all been running in for a year now at least um of just running no-till so well as an earthbox grower i have to thank you for your sacrifice because we now know <laughs> sub one year optimal time for running it off of earthbox yeah yeah so but it, it was a good run i enjoyed it <laughs> yeah so we'll quality set medicine we'll, we'll set her there. up for another year Hell yeah, man. Um, I will say it's one of my favorite things about watching you grow is we have similar tastes and what we like to grow. So I just get to watch what I want to be grown on a larger scale. And it's fucking awesome. But do you have anything you're excited for, for any of your upcoming waves? Or are you still deciding? Um, so so my next run after this, um, I'm going to be doing, uh, I'm going to try uh, whole room pollination. Um, I've oh, got shit. a... Uh, yeah, I've got a strain, um, the 91 grapefruit, and uh, it, it's it's a reg, so I'm just going to plant, 
you know, one in each, and we're just gonna let her rip and see what happens. See how many males, oh, yeah, what whatever comes up, and uh, whole room open so. pollination is fucking epic. Yeah, yeah. I've had some people tell me like, oh, maybe you shouldn't, and maybe you should do a little smaller, bring a male off to the side. I'm like, this is the way I grow. So if I'm gonna try to pollen, you know, try to get seeds for for my style of growing, I might as well grow it in in that in my environment and whatever works out best is what's going to work best for me. I think you just gave me an anxiety attack. <laughs> oh, I, no, well, I you'll get to watch you, it. I'm... Shocker. Before, before I do have a couple questions, but before do you, is, do you like this strain a lot? Did you, have you sampled it and you're like, this is the shit or do you so just want to, is this I, your first attempt and you something you want to do? So, so this was, um, I had actually was, was given this, by Alabrije, I had talked to him about because I wanted to do a cross, um, at least try my hand at something with the Mandala effect as you know one of the donors. And mm -hmm. uh, my intentions were to use the Nancy Raygun as uh, as the male, and I was just going to try that because I had gotten the seeds. And I had tried picking his brain about it, and um, he had said, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And it is uh, community service and uh, tangy. Um, oh, and yeah. I grew out two of the plants and I, I, I love it. it. It was great. Um, and ultimately you want to cross that to Mandela that that's, that's the plan. Yeah. I'll uh, do the whole room pollination. Um, it's gonna, I'm going to take that to F2 and whatever mail that I hit to all those, uh, plants in that run, um, will also hit the, uh, Mandela effects. I gotta say, there's a this this. I'm fucking grateful that this camera's not on right now, dude. I am fucking hard <laughs> as a rock. <laughs> that is a fucking. We dream, are too. Dude. We are too. We are so. That is. Idea. Yeah. No. That is. That is. That's a phenomenal idea, dude. And I love fucking open pollination. It's. We've had multiple conversations yeah. about. I, we're gonna eventually do, it with a yag haze, but so much other shit got in the way, so we postponed it but wait why a yag haze who <laughs> unilaterally decided this this was what? this was this was johnny and i <sighs> was it was i there <laughs> i hope so so that, vote, that vetoed his vote there okay so let <laughs> we gotta talk about this haze thing another time well no it has gone in the back burner don't worry all right mostly because it was led by someone who's no longer here <laughs> but uh yeah no i'm really excited to watch so i can't i can't wait and and the good news is hopefully you're gonna get a fuck ton of seeds dude so yeah i i don't think there'll be a shortage for sure so. <laughs> yeah. and, and and i'm gonna document it just as i do with all my grows right now so it's gonna be you know weekly updates and it's gonna be a, either it's either it's gonna work or it's gonna be a train wreck that everybody's gonna get to watch so <laughs> we support that chaos here at yag i support Sweet. it fully <laughs> uh dude i did it again forgot the question as the oops i did it again. well i asked specifically i said um and then i went and then there was a thing and then it happened and then <laughs> i literally you had me so... fooled there i thought you were actually i was like oh shit he's remembering this is incredible oh no you got me good <laughs> Uh shit, dude. Well, I'm excited. Um, so, how much, how much more, how much more time do you have before you start that project? Um. Well, I've got 
my last that I just planted are at two days old. So whenever that one, I'm basically as the plants come down, the box will be emptied and put off to the side and then until the room goes empty. Um, That's a hard transition coming out of perpetuity, man. Uh, yeah, it's a hard the whole, transition, the whole, dude. <laughs> the whole the whole room's gonna get broken down. I'm gonna be, you know, do probably do a little bit of change. Um, maybe you know, beef up the room and some of my exhaust, and try to try to get some of you know, try to get get it at least a little bit more controllable, and then uh, and then send her. So by it's only gonna be by, two months before you're planting again, and realistically, you got to figure out at about a month in you could probably start to plant again because they're not going to be mature enough to accept pollen. By the time you're done pollinating, you'll get that mail right the hell out of there and you're done. Yeah. Spray your room down. You can start going again. So it's not going to be long. You're going to be down without, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, well, I've got a lot to learn. I, I can't, I can't pretend that I know exactly what I'm doing or what to expect, but uh, you know, we're just going to fuck around and find out. How often are are you um, harvesting now and um, with your perpetual garden? Yeah. So sometimes it, it it, it depends on as I've planted them. Sometimes I'm pulling down three plants uh, and then I'll pull another one down a a month later. Or sometimes the way that it's kind of planted, the way that it falls is, you know, two plants and then a couple weeks later I'm pulling a plant and then I don't pull anything for another month or so. So I, I really don't have it set on a, a really good schedule and i was i, I miss my perpetual garden quite a bit it, it's been t- t- th- three rounds now that i haven't been perpetual and i really missed starting i think it was you know like two plants every two weeks or so two two three weeks okay um so that I, about once every three to four weeks i was harvesting a plant so i got myself on and i mean it, there's a lot of work to to working in perpetual garden because you're you know, at one point, you know, you're harvesting and drying in one tent, and then a week later, you're, you know, mid cycling to, to flower. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I liked having the volume, and you were mentioning earlier, like the size that you had because you were in perpetual garden. You can kind of, it's like, okay, if I didn't get the hugest yield out of it, I've got another plant that's going to be coming down in like two or three weeks. And it was just, it was a lot of fun because I felt like I was always getting into the every step of the process whereas now it's like okay I, I long for the stretch now i see the palms and i'm like oh i can't wait for this next round but to be able to go in your garden have little seedlings going and just a few feet away you've got full-size flowers going there was a lot of uh, intrinsic value to it as well yeah i mean i i've pretty much i think since i've started it's it's always been some sort of i've always had plants in different stages so it's really all i've ever known is is kind of perpetual i guess you you would call Mm -hmm. it but i'm kind of it's gonna be weird to shut everything down and then do it all that's that's what i was saying yeah it's it's a it's an odd feeling it was is a difficult it was a removal for me because it was like and, and even when i started the shutdown process of it where instead of having five six plants in the room I now was down to like just those last two in my giant five by nine. And it was like, you guys are lonely looking in there, but they still had, yeah. you know, a good two, three weeks left to roll. Um, and now, you know, I mean, I like the cycle of, of doing a full season in, in a sense, but 
there was a lot of, I really did enjoy perpetual gardening. And you were mentioning it earlier, how you kind of shot for that 45. I, I, I chuckled inside because I ride at 50, 55% was where if I was in that magical zone and it was the exact same theory of, well, it's kind of in the middle of everything. It's not spectacular, but it's sure. not too dried out. They're not stressing out around it. And then same thing with the environment. It just kind of felt like I was creating one master environment that didn't really change. And as long as I could, could work on the stability of the environment, the, the flowers did their perpetuity on there. It was just, it was awesome. I miss it. I can't wait to get back to another spot where I can set that five by nine back up again. Yeah. Someday, someday. <laughs> Dope. That was an awkward pause, by the way. Why does everybody keep leaving the shit in my hands? Oh, wait, it is in my hands. God damn it, man. Whose idea was this? Rev? Mine. I take full responsibility and it's playing out exactly how I wanted it to, my friend. <laughs> Oh shit. So did we mention how my dad's whole fucking girl went to Yeah, we did. We mentioned that shit. My it all uh the issues with his light. Man. Oh, you think it's Leica? It's Herming plants, right? Yeah, it's yeah. definitely Herming plants. Two grows in a row now, something's happened and it's got to be decided, it's got to be the light, but did, did I, you address it or find any other thing since you last said it? No, man. If it's not so just like you know when you need a break yeah so we're just kind of like down i've got the plants that i got growing and his shit's down so we're just kind of like taking a break for a minute you know what i mean like for sure just those when the shit just keeps hitting you it's like all right man life's busy taking a break so i'm gonna get growing now that i got uh the tangy seeds coming we're gonna gonna ask, hunt, but yeah i was gonna ask uh, when when does that hunt start man Probably in the next week or so. Fuck yeah. It's looking like so. Sweet. We're gonna get I got my earth boxes. I'm gonna you mentioned yours going to root and shit. Mine are getting pretty old, but I got I got room to mound, man. I think I'm good to go. I still got I could probably top dress this much more. So uh like another two, three inches. I could probably keep going. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> keep keep her going. Just make sure <laughs> it's not too compact and you're you can it still gets aeration. Yeah, I mean, it seems like there's some air gaps on the side like it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go for it, man. I'm going to go for it. You but, go uh, for it and take those couple inches. You go do it. I'll take every couple I can get in. I was going to say, don't let's not talk down couples, guys. Let's, you know, I'll, let's not shoot down and say, oh, a couple's small. No. How dare you? I mean, on the third knuckle, you're wiggling it back out. So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. Um, I can't wait to watch that journey, and I can't wait to watch you take cuts and ensure that Howling never gets one. This is bullshit. You get the <laughs> seeds, you get everything. Oh, I'm so jealous. You have a fucking strain coming out named after you, you jackass. You already have a strain after you. Okay, so stop it. <laughs> no, show offs. You get yeah. show offs. Tangy photos. Oh man. Well, yeah, photos too. He that's like a double slap. It's tangy and it's a photo. <laughs> yeah, slap, slap, slap. Exactly. Oh, exactly. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be fun, man. I'll send you a cut. Oh, it's gonna be fucking awesome. I can't wait. Oh, Did you immediately after this... I say, let's ensure Howling never gets a cut. Offer him a cut. 
Yep, he did. <laughs> you see how I worked that? That quick. Damn, he's good, dude. He is good. You said it was turning out just as how you ex- suspected it. So I figured. Suspected. It. Suspected. Expected. Listen. What listen. the fuck did the episode do? <laughs> it turned Sorry, no, Johnny. I, it turned Johnny. No, I, I'm loving this, dude. This chaos is great for me. After my trip but, to the desert, dude, I love it. No, but uh, the the hiatus is coming to an end because uh, so is my stash. I only got so much left, and you know, time is of the essence. And um, a break is nice. You can be a little bit lazy, but uh, I'm not. I'm not keen on going to the fucking gas station and getting weed or stopping at a dispensary. You know what I mean? It's not like. <laughs> The I like my homegrown stuff and I have a lot of um, medicinal requirements. So growing it is the only affordable way for me. So it's back on the fucking horse, guys. So I can't wait. Get your ass back to work. We're going after it. Uh, (laughs) Also, what do you guys do to fucking like clean your tents? Because I haven't done it in probably a year or two. So I was going to wonder how you do that with the beds. Like, everyone's I, like, oh, strip it know, all down and clean it vacuum. with some bleach. Yeah, okay. Obviously, I vacuum in case you haven't heard that yeah, story. <laughs> there was a, a sticker named bed. after that. <laughs> which, which one? That's the problem. When there's multiple host stories, it's become a saga. The um, uh, I always, so I just remove the you know, boxes and the clean up the liner, and then I use either like i spray um uh alcohol solution 70 percent you know to get it to so it doesn't just evaporate immediately to clean that and then or i'll use like the em5 from build the soil um which also has like a grape alcohol in it too so that works in a similar way plus it smells fucking great um it's a dentist office that's what it smells like (laughs) it smells better than fucking it smells good dude it smells better than fucking some of the shit that I've sprayed around. It smells way better than fluoride. <laughs> Not as good for my teeth, though. I, I specifically <laughs> like the apple back. It gives you like a little, hmm, there's apple in EM5. You are nothing but a stereotype, my friend. But no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I'll, I'll do that. And then I always, you know, like I take out all my fans, I clean them, um, wipe down my lights, and that's about it, man. I should probably do that. I got some EM5. I use it mostly to like clean the house. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I, I do. Well, and then it's like, oh shit. Just uh, the grow room. Yeah. When I had that fucking, um, that uh, mold, that powdery mildew issue, that was about a year ago. Um, and I just fucking went on like a, I bleached everything on the outside of, like sprayed the bleach and water solution to fucking like kill everything out here. And then I haven't done anything in a long time. So it's probably time for a good fucking cleaning. As I look at my smoking fan fucking filter cover and it's brown. It used to be black. This is kind of like (laughs) triggering me because like today is the first time like I post on discord. It's the first time I've had this kind of life in my soil with the feeder roots, with the bugs and everything. So I'm, I'm already thinking like, oh shit, this is spider mites. These are aphids. These are, 
thrips. Like I'm starting to freak out because I've never encountered yeah. this before. And then I found a little bit of white substance on one of the plants, a powder at the bottom. I'm like, oh shit, this is powdery mildew. I'm like, no, you fucking stoner. You put craft blend all down. You sprinkled <laughs> some on the stock. That's all it was. Um, so like this is triggering for me about powdery mildew and everything. It's just like, damn, it's kind of scary when that shit happens. I I freaked out. I was sitting in the grow room and I'm just like, if I have to reset all of this, this is going to piss me off so much. So for anyone that has been out there and has had an issue like this where they have taken a blowtorch to everything and reset, props to you. Because that's a lot of conviction so, to the hobby. I think what I what I ultimately have came to the conclusion of with the powdery mildew was it is absolutely 100% environmentally controlled. Like the fucking powdery mildew strain is going to be a fucking bitch to ever get rid of. Like it's always there. It's always on something or other. It's like uh, what triggers it to fucking grow? What environment is causing that rapid fucking growth? So like, just don't give it those environments. It's the high humidity spikes for a long time and then a crash down in temperature in that high humidity. It's just giving it the environment that it it wants to thrive and grow on. It's just you can't give them that. So that's ultimately what it is. It's not about like freaking out and cleaning because I, I've had it in my grow room and I'm telling you, I was just like fucking winging it. I like, did the best I could and thought i got rid of it but seriously i didn't fucking do that good of a job so i know it's not gone it just haven't fucking given it the environment to thrive again you know what that's kind of like i don't know it's the dork in me it's 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 kind of like how life is where like all of us have cancer cells in us all the time there's always something trying to get the best of us you just don't give them the environment for it yeah that's yep. really what it is it's it's spider mites or powdery mildew or all these things that are in life you just don't give them the things that they like and that's it i think it's I think just that's the art I, form i think i think a lot of that like because i suffered bud rot in my days right and i knew that there was going to be an issue because it's like oh that's a really thick cola and it's a two by three i've only got the one fan in there you know surely this isn't going to end well and of course it didn't but i think to be to to like be worried that a proper cleaning wouldn't do it justice is you just have to accept reality it's like the people who are overly afraid of bacteria and germs that is not a rational thing right it's not a rational thing to be afraid of everything in your soil because they're necessary and they exist sometimes you just don't see them I use it as a learning experience. Like when I've got something went wrong, you know what I mean? Like if I have spider mites, okay, what the fuck was I doing? Why did the plant let spider mites? What's wrong in my soil? What, what did I do? Where did it come from? I use those as like learning experiences rather than just going, fuck man, I can't grow and can't do it. It's like, all right. What I realized when I had spider mites, I had just put fucking compost in there from the fucking gardener down the road kind of deal. No shit, it's fucking cow manure. My plants are getting burned. So no shit, they ended up with spider mites. It was in the soil. The soil was fucking raging hot now that I just put this hot compost on top of it. I got spider mites. Well, now what do I do? Well, I do the best I can and just turn on the wind because they don't like to fucking breed in the... So I just crank up the fan and spray them with zymes. It's like, 
you can't fucking fear everything. You just have to have a a way out that you're just like, okay, I can fight this and not stress and because that's what's gonna fuck your plants are gonna stress or uh, feel your stress, man. They are. If you're if you walk in with the idea that you got this shit, your plants fucking. I'm telling you, they understand you. They. It's just like <laughs> a fucking dog, man. Same thing. Your dog fucking understands like your fear and the way you're acting. You're telling me these plants can't. No, I, th- I think there's like a, there's a there. I mean, I don't I don't get all woo woo at no, all. No, no, I'm not trying to say but you are. There's a vibe. There's a vibration that life gives, and I do think that other life forms pick up on it. It's like, and I think this is probably with this recent experiment with growing mushrooms. It's just realizing the network that things communicate through. I think I, I mean, I truly believe like everyone has touted the benefits of the intent that you go into the garden with the vibrations that you set off and, and what you want to accomplish with it. And no, I, I totally agree. I think there is some vibrational stuff that's going on that I can't explain. And my brain breaks trying to understand, but I can't deny that there's something going on and that there's somehow life forms are talking to each other. Yeah, well, man. there's also a very other, there's also another simple explanation. If you go in with a positive um, outlook or a positive vibe, uh, you're going to view things as more positive and be more excited. Which general, it just makes everything more pleasant, right? Listen, so I didn't pay for the counseling today. <laughs> Stop it. I am just saying that you are right, and that by going into the gardening happy, you are contributing to more further happiness, right? So you're right. Only you can make being right so fucking miserable. Only you can prevent <laughs> forest fires. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> so we've talked about what Grateful's got in his garden coming down. Sort of. Did, did we say everything? You haven't touched on everything you've got growing. So let's make you do the no. impossible list now. <laughs> you've come prepared. Um, you bastard. I have, I... <laughs> so what do you have and why is it Broadleaf? Yeah, no. How dare you? He's a good man. So we've got uh, we've got one of the uh, mystery mezcla. Um, that's okay. in that little tiny uh, skull thing that I've got. Yeah, that um, one's badass. Yeah, yeah. I was actually quite that's, surprised. That's that I uh, the twenty-four or the twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-four. Nice, dude. Yep. And then uh, I got the uh, ninety-one berries times uh, tangy. Uh, I've got that one going. Um, the Tropical Wiz Volume Two for uh, for the Yag Grow Along. There you um, go. And then I've got a uh, Nuka Cheese, and that's the one where it's in that seven gallon, where it's got like a mystery uh, a seed, which I'm pretty sure is one of the. Um, uh, shoot, I can't remember what it was. Well, it was something that popped, and I I, I thought that it it. Uh, it wasn't going to pop. And uh, so I just kind of threw it off to the side and it just started growing. So nature found a um, way. Yeah. And then uh, I've got a granite haze. Um, that's that little uh, bonsai that I'm using the tennis racket uh, as a scrogs scrog net. Um, I've got tangy F3 going. Um, I got a uh, Calabrino and uh, times juicy queen. And what else? A uh, grape OG times uh, true Mac. 
And that's it. Wait, so you said you had a damn when dude, you said Calabrino, funny. did you say is that the Calabrino funk? Uh I I believe so, yeah. Times Juicy Queen. Yeah. Who do and I have Juicy to kill Queen for those? is a winner? And Calabrino Funk is actually a pretty I, good winner here. So I, I, <laughs> I'm can, I, here. I can send you some. I've got some. So <laughs> wow. That's awesome. The double cheeseburger terps of Calabrino Funk is awesome. <laughs> yeah, when you when you gave us that uh that report, I was uh, I loved it. it was it was awesome. It uh it, I, I'm excited it, to grow that one out. It's oniony, garlic. It, there's something to it. Like there's just I don't know if you smell the double cheeseburger. That's that's and you had like grilled onions on it. That's what you smell. That's so I crazy. think I've decided that I never want to have uh, a jar of medicine that can be described as purely oniony. Could you imagine <laughs> the chef? Found, no, I think I found the one. Describing this. <laughs> yeah. I hope he wouldn't use the word oniony. I've never been. I don't, you wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think he'd want some garlicky turps too until you smell them. It's. Uh, it garlic, usually, I can do yeah. more though. With garlic is great. Garlic makes everything taste better, but I just can't do onions personally. But it's just like uh, that sounds like my hell—a jar of oniony medicine. I mean, uh, they are kind of bitter. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. I feel. I it. don't. A roasted <laughs> onion. Like, that tastes like onion. <laughs> I've never yeah. been. I've never. I've personally like my disdain for onion is obvious you know like i obviously don't like them but i've never had a dish and been like thank god there was a bit of onion in there really oh man <laughs> not even yeah, french onion soup onions can go in yeah. everything i know man i i'm we i also don't like cilantro so everybody i well, find with yeah okay wrong. we're not bringing that one up all right you know we just admit our faults and move on <laughs> what does my dad say it tastes like dish soap or some shit it does it yeah some people do so it's so weird it's and I truly believe that's what they're the tasting, and it's 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 yeah. nuts. I can, I've never seen something that has such polar opposite type flavors to it. it that's awesome. It, what's what's really <laughs> annoying is because I swear to God, it's exactly like dish soap. Is a small amount sometimes I'll just be like, "Fuck, that has cilantro in it." And you're just like, "God damn, it would have been damn. delicious." That just soapy aftertaste. No, my, you know, I get it. My mother-in-law is like that with like cucumber. If the cucumber ever touched the cutting board that ever prepared the dish that she was eating, she will know. And yeah, I get it. Like, you know, it tastes. Is that cucumber mostly water? It, it really is, but yeah, it's just a. It'll grab flavor though. It'll grab cutting board flavor yeah. though. It will. I mean, even a garlic on a knife or onion on a knife. Um, Going back and forth, that like if you're cutting something savory, and then you. Go. I am a dork. I order how I cut things, based on what's going to be on the cutting board and knife. I just did it just no, the that's... other night when I was cutting lettuce, tomato, and onion. I am such a neurotic dork. That's not your neurotic. That's <laughs> I, you must I was, have a I big was, kitchen. That's called mise en place, my friend. I was going to say, isn't that established <laughs> cooking principle? That's I was like, weird. you know, I don't want <laughs> onion tainting like the tomato and le- like I Absolutely. prepare I. Because I was I was not going to sit there and wash my knife in between things, so I was like, you know what? I I don't think people want onion on their lettuce and stuff. So I did actually think about that, and mm-hmm. I'm such a dork. Yeah, yeah. nothing shows nothing shows me more bush league of a pantry chef is when you taste a slice of cheese and it's got raw garlic yeah. and raw onion on it. It's because yeah. I know that you did not <laughs> clean your knife after prep work today, and you're cut you're slicing cheese with a the wrong knife. So. 
Yeah. It is the or first even time worse, your chef things made me feel normal. Right. I'm great. <laughs> it's called mesoplas, my friend. Even like um, butter. Like if someone goes and like there's like a you know a stick of butter, and they've gone and they've cut something, and then they go and take a swipe off yep. of it. Like that that whole stick is is shot for me. Like don't mm-hmm. don't bring that back. You, like you keep it on your pastry world, and I'll keep it on the savory world because they are two very yep. different worlds. And in even. Um, garlicky fingers like if you're like chopping garlic don't you know if you go and pick up butter and put it on something sweet or something it will carry that that flavor over through it so it can be really strong but i know sometimes in the terpenes when we get those onion flavors there are those green grassy onions like the fresh sharp but i get a lot more like sweet and roastedy savory where they kind of change or even almost like caramelizey onions and and i think that's sort of that sweet savory that I get in a lot of cannabis terpenes. Like we really? get a lot of the, yeah, like I get the meat ones I get, but a lot of times I get into. I have the, never, ever smelt meat terps. I don't. You need I to grow them. Calabrino funk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. There is meat and onions in that. Right? Yeah. I mean, there, there's been jars that I've, that I've opened up that I'm like, it, it smells like roast beef, like very I mean, braised it, and roasted beef. It's a beef. flower man it's a I know, flower man. it should smell like you know what sometimes i smell like well, cat come piss on. come on there's there's the corpse <laughs> flower which notoriously smells terrible it smells oh, like that. whatever it wants to Damn come it. fucking pollinate it right whatever attracts whatever they pollinate but um Fine. yeah no i've you always I ruining the fun with knowledge i know i suck <laughs> i agree um but no, what I've I've I don't like I'm not really drawn to those kind of terps, but I'm also I don't smell as well as Stony and Howling do. No, so. no, 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 no. Well, I smell better than I taste, but I'm actually you can't quite describe terrible it. At it. I yeah, can yeah, smell you, it. You just can't describe it. I could tell you points on a spectrum, but like Stony can tell you this minute details about it, which is just so awesome he, he's i just can't he i can tell you getting middle end that's it <laughs> it's, you have it's, to practice that right it's yeah oh, it's, it's, an art form. it's time it, it just takes a lot of time and and it's taste um connection too so you know when you start to free associate in the smell like like i said i could could open up a jar and it's not just like i smell meat or i smell beef i smell braised very specific chuck roast from the fattiness that's been caramelized like you know like i there are more uh, depths and elements to it like you know and then there's even been ones before like i've I've done some where i've opened up when i and i was shocked where i smelled like grilled pork because it is a a different flavor profile and aroma profile and, and and grilled pork and it just it's just it is free association with it but you know i guess maybe you just recognize the smells and but I do. I, it's fun to sometimes get into some of those, and I don't always catch them. I, there's often times where I have these moments of like, I think the last time was when I caught the frankincense and myrrh, and I still couldn't really put my finger to it. But I just kept associating it to it was in um, something with the, with big green guy. I can't remember what it was, but I just kept like I kept going back to. Um, going to holiday mass service at like midnight, which was a rarity for me. And I remember the little kid wearing the robe, swinging the, the metal can that had smoke puffing out of it. And that was, I just kept going back to that. And so I'm 
went and did a little bit of research. I was like, oh, there you go. The most common things that were put in those things are frankincense and myrrh. And so then I went and looked at the profile and profile of the, it was a citrus and, and it just broke it all down. And I'm like, okay, that makes total sense. So there's times when I don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah. I'm just connecting it to something. And then there's times when I'm opening it up and I'm like, holy shit, that is a very specific Luxardo cherry or that is a wild berry. That is a dried cranberry. And I can get to those notes too. Some of them are really simple, but some of them are really, really complex to get into. Well, I don't care what you call it. It's fucking impressive because my brain smells it and it goes, that smells good. It It smells like weed to me. All right. That smells better than the most of the weed I've smelled. Well, that you know, I struggled in the first, like, I don't know when I started really understanding the the gassy and, and you started hearing these and all the descriptors, especially in a, a lot of the, the, the community that we're in, we hear gas. To me, that's hard because there's hundreds of different kinds of gassy smells. And so when they'd say something was gassy, I was like, okay, what kind of gas? Like even the ones that we were talking about, the cherry, it was the when we were talking last time about it, like the gas that I had was more of a butane style of gas it took me to like a blue flame or something like that like a when you have the burns of matic at a really low heat or low gas and it's just kind of that blue floppy oh, flame geez. that's coming out like that was the sort of gas that i got to not like diesel so, fuel i can I, you know what i can understand people that say that there's gas in a strain and i love it i love citrus and gas like i can pick it out if it burns my nostrils and my eyes when i'm trimming i fucking love it but you are differentiating between types of ga- like combustible <laughs> gas. Like this is just blowing my mind. Oh, it's oh, it might be the butane, or it might be a little natural gas. Well, you can like, smell propane no, versus uh, like natural, right? I mean, <laughs> propane doesn't have a smell that they. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait, there. don't we put the smell in propane? Yeah. Exactly, um, but sulfur. it smells like propane. If Hank Hill sulfur. taught me anything, <laughs> goddamn it. The, um... <laughs> No, but you're right. The the idea it, that you could Bobby. tell the difference between gas is what sets you apart. You're well, like I call you a poet laureate for a reason. It is impressive. Stop. I'm trying not to the only one. It, I'm not sure. I'm not the only one. But, but it, it, like you know, I would say because I didn't want to say, well, I get that gas out of it, or I'd have more questions. I'd be like, I get it's really gas forward. Well, what kind of gas forward? Because I mean, I, there's an odd. I kind of like the smell of diesel fuel. To a sense, you know, it's kind of one of those like sweet smell to it. it. Stands out on its own. It's unique. It's not something I'd want to smell all the time, but it's got a certain touch to it. So, so I, yeah. I have a I have a question. Smell as, of gasoline's as, great. As I love shot. gasoline, not yeah, diesel. Mm-hmm. Gasoline's great, not diesel. I do not like diesel. <laughs> yeah, not diesel. I like gasoline. <laughs> I like gasoline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, as a chef, there's like some like everyone has kind of like a common sense of or. Um, kind of set of smells like gasoline or what like dirt smells like as a chef do you like purposely try different things just so you can associate that taste with a sensation that you feel from it like okay so i'm gonna I'm use an example like um there was a guy that was big in the social media wine world and his biggest thing, he would like even oh, chew what? on dirt, dirt and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like that's how he built it up is to build like a, a realistic flavor profile of mm-hmm. a wine 
that you could describe it might be like gummy bears with like chewed up dirt like that that's mm -hmm. how you would describe, and a little tobacco like as a chef do you taste different things just so you can build up your palate it might not be food related you might be yeah. right off the wall shit like yeah. there's this Danny, fucking weed tell me that you ate that. fucking dirt so that you could drink wine i'm gonna be fucking livid <laughs> <laughs> well i will not know that i've gone to that full extreme of like tasting it to wait you all people. don't taste your pots what? Well, we do. I mean, we taste oh, just about everything. I just told you I don't wash my tent. <laughs> <laughs> to that, you know, to that in his tent six months. A lot of it's repetition too, and and maybe that's to let's let's stay on that as an example. If, you know, if you've been, so I, I think I've been in. Well, I've been a chef officially now. Like, I guess I've been paid to be a chef. So I guess that would make me professional for thirty three years. So I've seen a lot of different citrus. I've seen, I'm not going to say I've seen every single one of them, but I've seen enough of them individually to know that when someone says to me, it smells citrusy, that it is easy for not me to enough. say <laughs> that I know what a tangerine, I know what a, a, a lime, a lemon, um, a grapefruit, I know what all of these citrus, the average person, because they may just kind of connect citrus to like Sunny D or something along those lines. They can get to like the surface of what a flavor profile is, but to be like, so to your point, Harlow, yes, it comes with practice. It just comes with like, yeah. if I could, I don't think I could count how many fucking limes and lemons I've cut in, in my life, let alone how many different types of citrus. And that's just citrus alone. Do you know how many lines you were cutting? Right. Um, <laughs> so then for a wild time. <laughs> So then translate that right though. over to translate that right over to the gas that I was talking about. Like it's easier for me because I've worked with all of those different gases before enough times to recognize that, that aroma. Now to your point, there is definite learning um, progress to taking something um, from an, an aromatic perspective. So have I taken soil from like I've scooped handfuls of soil from Sonoma and I've scooped handfuls of soil from Napa and I've smelled them in my hands. Yes, I think they smell different, but that could be because they were just two different areas and regions anyways. But yeah, I did under want to understand what the, the soil of some of these great vineyards were. So I have smelled them. Would I taste them? Uh, you know what I mean? You know, when I go to that extreme, no. Well, but... I was just worried because you have such a distinctive, absolute type focus on what a flavor might be where it's like you might you might be able to like in a citrus realm you might be able to narrow down and that's it's a kumquat and i'm mm -hmm. just gonna say it's a fucking navel orange like, exactly i'm sorry like mm -hmm. it's the same to me like but you have been able you you were exposed to all the, I the said nuances citrus. between things mm -hmm. and, and I, some of it's awareness too like whether it was someone saying okay when you taste this kumquat do you realize how bright and acidic and sharp this is not just orangey you know what was the description of it tell me more use better words for it i mean my mentor was very verbose in the way that he um described food and wine and he also taught me how to 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 interpret and and taste things and he would just say he wouldn't he wouldn't accept citrus he's you know like what else like that's not good enough like what else what kind of citrus and so then your mind begins to jog into that sort of space. And then you start to mm -hmm. create that normal process of like, when I smell citrus, what is it that I smell? Like, you know, when I, 
when I see Sunny D, like no one thinks about the apples that are back there. When I laughed, I was laughing earlier when Johnny was saying about the apples coming through on the EM5. Like there is a subtlety to that that most people. I've skip never right detected over. that. Yeah, I've never detected the apple in it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have to go smell it. Like it's exactly and now if you went back to that and went okay when i smell this i'm going to there's going to be apple in there you're going to go holy shit i've been missing this the whole time yeah the next step is then figuring out what kind of apple is it and then if you i mean just once you can figure it out in your brain being able to describe it comes back out and different i mean it's a whole different so just to circle back of why i'm bringing this up is because like I have a big pro I had a big problem when I used to homebrew beer and picking out the distinct flavors of clove and banana and all these things that they do. It took me quite a few years to be able to develop that. And like cannabis is a newer thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to relate it to how do you build up this um, dictionary of flavors? Uh, so like, cause people like, can they, they can break it down to like yeah. creamy, gassy, dirty diaper, citrus. Like they have all these descriptors and me, it's like, it's wheat. It smells like wheat. It's either fruity or not. Like I have very absolute descriptors for this. So like, I just want, I was just curious. Cause yeah, no, I, there, there is an accepted one too. There's an actual kit that you can get. It's an aroma kit. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little libraries. Yep. And they're just like little vials and um, they usually have a little cap on them that you can lift off and you just kind of wave them across your nose. And it is exactly what that is the intention of them. They make those for wine. They make those for all levels of it. And it is literally just by design meant for you to free associate. So it's meant to take each little element and kind of smell it and go, okay, this smells like this cherry or this, that, or the other. And I, and they have that for cannabis. The only problem is, fucking outrageously expensive um the only place that's going to really use them like is going to be someone who's most likely selling products of them um and they're for trainings but i mean you know, the sommeliers don't even have them um it, they they'll be like one person that has it and then it's even i don't know they're just so expensive and and, and not something that accessible to do I wish there was better terminology in some of the work that I've done in the past in, in my in, in industry where we've, we've done product design and that sort of thing. There are, um, I've seen books laid out. There are charts laid out uh, for people to be able to help to free associate. And a lot of times it is just um, flavors and help to describe them. So there's a lot that can be done to just understand, but it is a practice tone i don't think anyone just has it completely innate it's just experience and, and most of you have translates. to start by not fucking up your dry otherwise it just yeah. smells like hey yeah oh. although you know i will say i've eaten some of the dirt in sonoma but i was living up there and i was riding a bike and i fell and went it first, probably yeah. first into it so it didn't taste too good <laughs> well that's better i was i was wondering who kicked you into the dirt but that's okay. no i was riding it my tastes a little irony bloody but you know yeah yeah and i i got i got pushed by a bush fuck it came out of nowhere <laughs> they're mean up there <laughs> fucking rude uh it was a rough morning but that's a long era ago um all right guys i get to ask a question that I get to randomly oh, make up shit. on the spot once a circle. And I've been thinking about it. And 
I have a pretty, pretty good one. I'm still thinking, as you can guess, but I just figured one. What <laughs> we'll we'll is... buy you time. Yeah, thanks. I just got it. What is everybody's favorite thing to do when spring first shows up? Like, what is that you most excited for to do after winter? Uh, I'm going to start with Stony this time. Let's go high and then ultimately end on a low note. <laughs> um, I've been cooped in so so long now. Um, I'm ready to get outside. I've already started cleaning out the beds uh, for the gardens. So the first little signs that are poking through, my eyes are s- like scanning the ground, trying to see the little first flower. There's, I've got a you know got my eyes out for that first flower for. Yeah, for special reasons this season, but I can't wait to see um, the first bids come out. That's so that's really the exciting part for me is watching the first buds come out of the ground. Oh yeah, any one particular activity you look forward to doing in the new spring? Man, um, more gardening. Uh, I just got uh, my uh, shipment from Baker Creek Seeds, and I've got probably eight, ten different flowers going in this well, year give us and some I'm, highlights anything um, that you are particularly excited to grow um yeah i've got um dahlias um are my new favorite flower uh, i've got three different sunflowers um rutabekis um i've got some bee balm this year that i was really excited to see um and i've got a moonflower so it's a it's a morning glory flower but it gets giant and it blooms at night so oh, I'm really I'm really excited for that one this year, um, and then I haven't even begun to think about what my vegetables might be. But flowers so far, um, oh, I'm excited for them. Yeah, they'll be beautiful. What about yes, you, Howling? You know, we just had it recently—a little kiss of spring, and it, it got pretty warm out. I think it was almost in the upper 60s, and it's to be able to be free with my son and my dog. They are both high energy. Well, (laughs) we're all high energy people. And to get out into nature and to do something, just it kind of drains it pretty quick. And uh, the other day I took them to the, it was something simple. It just took took them for a walk and took them to the park and they all got to enjoy everything. And that was therapeutic. So that is my favorite thing is enough to take those two demons out. (laughs) (laughs) Serves you right. The mongrels. I'd like to remind you, you could have been done. Uh, moving on to Johnny. Uh, dude, I can't wait to take my shirt off and get some fucking sun, man. <laughs> I need some vitamin D in my life like you wouldn't believe. Oh, I knew that. I haven't been there in a while. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a good answer. So your your only excitement for spring is quite literally just to go shirtless. Dude, I need the sun, man. I fucking miss it. Uh, this I year is just all that's all I want. I, I don't, ha- you know me, man. I'm not on fucking schedule. I don't have. You're gonna go uh, shoot just, some fish. I just live life like a fucking hippie, like a gypsy, actually. Do you ever go shoot fish in the spring, or is it more of a summertime thing? Uh, carp you can take by bow in New York or March 15th to like October 15th or something like oh, that. Right on. Yeah, but like um, you can pan fish any time of year, really. So that's like crappies and sunfish. I might I might uh, have dad take me out on the boat just to put some fish in the freezer. But 
you know, mercury and poisoning and all that. It's also really true, deep. yeah. Heavy metals. Yay. Hey, <laughs> yeah. So no man. I just want the fucking sun back. I, I fucking Stoney was talking about seeds and um Brihe also sent me some fucking loofah seeds and some butternut oh, and fuck some yeah. beans. Yeah, man, it's fucking gonna be dope. Are you gonna grow the loofah on the uh trellis that you have over the bed? I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with it, but uh it sounds like the shit is like you need one little plant and it's going to give you enough fucking loofah for the rest of your life. So it I might vines, do a bunch right? and maybe fucking like, yeah, maybe have my mom do all the work to like clean and try it and have her sell them <laughs> or <yeah>. something. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. But, well, uh, that's excellent. Great. Yeah. Also the fucking pumpkins oh, we're shit. doing, man. Oh, that's right, dude. That's what I, I, it's, that's what we're supposed to do this weekend is we are getting the garden ready this weekend. So fuck yeah, I got to start planting the seeds and planting it out because it's about that time. We're about six weeks away, so it's time to plant. I can't, I can't wait for this it. monster. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Needed. Now yeah. grateful after that false start. What about you? <laughs> What's your favorite? Man, uh, it, it's gonna have to be the garden for me. Uh, over the past couple years, I've been just building onto it and trying to figure out my little, uh, my own little place with my garden back there, and uh, you know, learning the process. And I've got some new stuff. I'm doing some raised beds um, that I actually got for Christmas. So we're gonna build a couple Hugel uh, culture beds out there, and uh, you know, I, I plan on trying to at least do do a little bit more each year so that i think that's definitely what i'm what i'm excited for and that uh that big big pumpkin that uh that um artificial sent sent me um that award-winning yeah. pumpkin uh, i'm excited to get that going yeah man we'll, we'll have the yag cool. off between the two yagets there growing uh, pumpkins <laughs> no there's like five cool. of us growing them well yeah. fuck yeah dude you better you better post that shit create a channel for that i want i love giant ass pumpkins all right. Oh yeah. And Grateful has chickens too, so afterwards he can go fucking ham on that fucking thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Rev? Well, that's What's your spring. Well, hopefully. Um, this entire year. <laughs> yeah. Well, once the once the snow melts and I get out of the igloo. <laughs> um well hopefully hopefully this spring is different. I wanna get um back on the water we helped a buddy out get his sailboat up for uh inspection so i have access to another 27 foot sailboat that down in mission bay in san diego that i'm probably going to take out more hopefully if time from work ever allows it the fucking catalina wine mixer <laughs> you know it <laughs> I fucking love catalina i really i've I spent i used to go out to catalina we used to sail out to catalina like every summer and we'd take the sailboat over and then we'd also take the ski boat over and you take the ski boat out over early in the morning, get there in like an hour and a half or take eight hours to sail. I fucking loved it out there. Right. <clears throat> and I'd really like to go back, but I don't know if I want to sit on a fucking sailboat with 18 hours on that fucking shit right now. <laughs> I'd be sitting there going, nah, man, I'm, I'm good. I got so much shit to do. <laughs> like I want, I think my vacations are that like I already owe Megan a vacation. So I've got a couple places that I have to go before I get to pick my own. So <laughs> it's, it's a while before I'll, I'll go sailing out there, but I do like having access to it. So, ah, uh, the checks be right. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Save my ass in the moment and then go, oh, shit, the, the, it's time to cash it. I don't remember <laughs> writing that. I don't remember yeah, exactly. writing that check. Funny, that's oh, not, apparently that's not my, my signature. I don't do the loopy. Exactly. I was going to say, apparently my 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 forgetfulness is not a is not a reason why it shouldn't happen. <laughs> no, my well, dear. Howling, do you have anything to plug? You know, I not a specific thing, just in general, people that care about the craft of growing anything. It might be a fungus or a plant or whatever. Those those people that create products just to make people shine. Like I think a lot of my success recently, um, either be it cannabis or mushrooms or whatever, it's just it comes from using products for people like from people that care. And they really make me shine. So, like, I take the laziest way, but they're creating things that make me be lazy, but show off great things and and get medicine in jars and and look good while doing it. So, thanks for everyone that actually gives a shit. What a solid one, Johnny. You're not in your head. Follow up on. I don't have a fucking thing to plug. Thank you, my friend. Stoney. <laughs> yeah, big one this week. Um, <clears throat> keep your eyes peeled. So we're, this episode's coming out on probably on the Sunday. Uh, not probably. It is coming out on the Sunday. Keep your uh, eyes peeled next week. We had uh, someone from our community that um, felt so uh, so grateful for winning one of the competitions and is so community-driven that they actually sent me a load of beans to send out. Um, so I'm going to be doing a giveaway, a clicker, next week. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for it. They wanted to remain anonymous um, I, against my uh, angst because I always wanted to let people shine for, you know, passing on this good stuff. But they wanted to just stay anonymous. So it was well, a hard you, decision, but I think yeah. it's best if we don't tell people it was for me. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> So really excited with it. Um, I, it, it. I just got them a little while. We had a conversation a long time ago, and I was like, hold on to them. Send them my way. We will get them out um, because we've still got a couple more giveaways going for the Night Owl Grow Together. Uh, so uh, keep your eyes peeled next week for a community-driven giveaway with some incredible beans. It's an incredible pouch. So can't wait to get those out. Hell, yeah. And uh, before I throw it to Grateful, I want to thank him one of my favorite people for joining us yet again. Um, what do you got to plug, dude? Uh, I think I'm going to go with, uh, with the community. Like I did last time, man, all the people that have always, you know, shown me love, um, you know, keep talking to me. Um, Nerd grows, uh, Alabrihe, new moon, all those guys that are, you know, always, always chatting it up with me and, you know, always showing me the love. Um, I appreciate everybody's support. What a beautiful sentiment. And we're going to end on that because I ain't got shit, homeboys. <laughs> Thanks for listening, my friends. Thanks for Thanks. listening, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for what we do. Later.